Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 159 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, man. It's been a little minute since I dropped a little episode, maybe about a couple of weeks ago, but we're here again, and I'm excited, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff has happened, you know, just in the past week or so, man, but I will not be doing this episode alone, and I got I got my guy here, man. It's been a little while since I had him on. I told him when the new year started, I said, bro, we got to do some more content together, man. It's only right. I said, bro, we got to, man. He's doing his thing. You know, he's dropping episodes weekly. Uh, I try to drop weekly, but I be BSing sometimes. But he's consistent, unless unless he announces that he's taking a break. He's consistent, so I will say that about my good man. But uh, we known each other for a long time, man. We known each other, I want to say at least fifteen years, at least, at least, probably even longer than that. But I want to welcome my guy. He is the host of the Unpopular Podcast. He drops every Tuesday. You can catch him on YouTube. Catch him on pretty much every platform, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, uh, what you want, Stitcher, bros on everything, bro. SoundCloud, of course, man. But I want to welcome back my guy, man. Very, very good friend of the show, man. A guy I've known a very long time, Mr. Jalen Hunter. So, Jalen, what's good, bro? How, how's how's everything, man? I don't. I appreciate the intro, bro. You, you laid it all out. <laughs> there, definitely, definitely honored to be back on the pot, man. I appreciate it. For sure, that man. Didn't, that, didn't, that didn't sound right. Be back on the pot. <laughs> it was. It, it was definitely a. I appreciate the invitation, my guy. No problem, man. How, how's everything, man? How, how's your family doing, man? I saw you with your niece earlier, man. How's Good. everything with you, man? It's a blessing, man. It's anytime, especially these days with COVID and everything, anytime, mm-hmm. you know, people around you are healthy and smiling, it's a blessing. So, you know, I, I can't, there, it, it would be weird for me to complain at a time like this. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. Sure. That's great, man. That's great stuff, man. So obviously we're here to talk about, you know, the hottest sports topics, man. And, you know, a recent topic we had was a couple of weeks ago, J.J. Watt was released, but now he's on a new team, man. He's a, he's now a member of the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That's weird to say. Um, yeah. You dropped your episode yesterday. I listened to it. But uh, go ahead and give me your quick thoughts on that. I'm going to get mine, but go ahead and give me your thoughts on that, man. What do you think about the move? I, I know it probably surprised you because when we heard about the mix of teams, Arizona was not one of the destinations that we yeah. heard JJ Watt might go to. So, what would you think about the move? Um, it's it's one shouts out to JJ Watt for you know for the last what three or four years he's been playing injured except for like maybe one or one of those years mm-hmm. he's still able to get a you know thirty one million dollar contract. <laughs> it what what it surprised me not the fact that he went to Arizona. It surprised me because. You want it out of Houston to have an opportunity to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I do like, you know, Isaiah Simmons, I like Buddha Baker, I like uh, Chandler Jones, yeah. I like uh, Patrick, Patrick, Pat, I like Peterson. Pat Pete. Yeah, Pat <laughs> Pete. I don't, and, and on top of that, when you hear, that Green Bay wanted you. When you hear that Kansas City was uh, was looking at you. When you hear, hell, everybody is going to um, the uh, Tampa Bay right now. Mm-hmm. It just it just surprises me the the destination. Um, I understand you're reuniting with uh, Nuke and everything, but I good for him. He went to a good team. Don't get me wrong. The the, the Cardinals is a good team. You, you still have Kyler Murray and. 
that explosive offense. And of course, we know the prop, the thing that kind of held them back from that, I guess, that second step was injuries and the defense. But I, and I can't even say it was about money because reports have come out saying that, you know, people uh-huh. like the Colts and other, other teams were willing to offer him more. Now, I don't know if those reports if are true. Coach was offering that back, he should have went there. So that's, all I'm just saying is I, I get that he wanted to leave and I get that, um, you know, shouts out for him for landing at a spot. And it's forced to land at a good spot. But if your main, main objective was to win a Super Bowl and have a chance to win or a chance to compete, while you went to a good team, I think that there will be better. Like you said, the Colts to me in a, in a situation right now would be better. Um, the 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 Rams could have been better. Um, the the Green Bay could have been better. Now, of course, I can't yeah. tell nobody where to go, but I'm just saying, if your motivation was to win or compete for a championship, I don't know if the Cardinals was the best place to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, all right, for sure, man. I. I'm going to say I know the Cardinals are not the best place to go to win a championship. Mm -hmm. Uh, You laid out a couple of destinations, Green Bay, Kansas City. Uh, First, I want to say, like you said, man, I'm happy, you know, he got a new contract. He got a new deal, man. You're still getting, you know, 15 mil a year. You know, I can't knock that. Um, The fit with the Cardinals is this is a team that went eight and eight last year. Now they have a couple of teams in their division that are better than them, you know, uh, Seattle and the Rams, those those teams made the playoffs. Um, the 49ers will be back next year. Um, they had a bunch of guys out. So the Cardinals, you can still argue that they're the fourth best team in the division. Yes, they finished in third place this year, but they might finish fourth next year. The 49ers are going to truly benefit from a fourth place schedule. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I think like I think the 49ers can go from last from from worst to first uh next year but that's another topic for another day mm-hmm. i think i just don't like you said if you're talking about winning a championship or wanting to go deep into the playoffs the Cardinals haven't even arrived there yet so it just will, makes sense to me i will I, i'm my fault to cut you off i will say this i'll say i uh, i understand if he was a little younger mm-hmm. and yeah didn't have the injury history like he had because when you look at the teams that offered Um, and we have multiple years, but mm-hmm. pretty much have hopefully two years to get it right. Um, and I don't know if Kyler Murray has two like has it in him to get it right within two years. Don't get me right, wrong, right. incredible, but nobody looking at Kyler Murray right now thinking to himself, "Oh, that is a Super Bowl uh, contending quarterback." Exactly. So, like I said, it's I'm really I'm really banking on the fact that he said he wanted a chance to win. Mm-hmm. And when you look up and you have Aaron Rodgers staring at your face, you have Russell Wilson, you have, um, you know, the Colts and, and you have Matthew Stafford. It's like, it, it's just a little head scratching. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't think he went to a bad team. He right, right, right. Or something. But, you know, it, the motivation set, like you say your motivation is one thing, but it just doesn't, it didn't really, you know, show to me. For sure. Yeah, because when it first happened, uh, my guy Zeke, you know, Zeke, he texted me. He said, didn't he want to win? Yeah, that's you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> I said, yeah, bro. He said he wanted to win. So I don't under, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I think I mean, I think the Cardinals can make the playoffs. But like yeah. I said, the NFC West is the best division in football. It was last year. Hands down. Exactly. Hands down. Exactly. So that's that's a tough division. And 
No, he's he's in the thick of things. I mean, they do have you know solid pieces. He's op, uh, Chandler Jones, the opposite of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know Isaiah Simmons, as you talked about, Pat P, but Buddha Baker, but yeah. I just don't know, man. I just don't know. But like I said, I have before him. I think he'll bring some you know tremendous leadership to that team. Yeah, and we just we just got to see how it goes. But yeah. we just talked about. Go ahead. You got one more? Any final thoughts on this? No, I'll just say I'll just on on. I understand why Arizona would do it. I mean, you get a veteran and the leadership like uh, like JJ. I understand why they do it. So I think for them, it's it's a slam dunk. I mean, yeah, for them, it's a slam dunk for sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's move on. We just talked a little bit about uh, we we just talked about the NFC West. Let's talk about Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, his name has been out there a little bit, man. Uh, you know, stuff from his camp, I guess you can say. It's, uh, he said he, Russell Wilson said he doesn't want to be traded, mm-hmm. but he said if he was traded, he wouldn't mind going to a couple of teams, including the Bears, including the Saints, the Cowboys, and who's the other team? The Bears. The Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Yes, the Raiders. So what what you make of that, man? What you make of that news coming out? Well, first and foremost, when you have a player like Russell Wilson who – Every time he speaks out about an organization, it's glowing, you know, I'm a Seahawk for life, Seahawk, Seahawk. And then now you come to a point where he he's 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 frustrated and voicing his opinion. To me, that shows that he didn't just wake up one day and say, yo, let me talk to the media. Exactly. This to me, he's clearly to me been talking to the organization like, yo, look, we I'm good enough. We have a chance to win with me. And if you there should be no reason why I am the most sacked quarterback in like NFL history in a couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. I understand that some of those sacks are on him, and I think he knows that too. But every year we go into the league, go into the season, we say the same thing. Exactly. You say the same thing every year. Seahawks have the worst offensive line, and their defense since Legion of Boom hasn't been there. So, and the fact that you still, and of course you have let Russ cook, I get that. But I think the problem with Seattle last year was they didn't uh, they didn't make adjustments. Yeah. And teams, it's like they didn't make adjustments, but their offensive line was not able to keep up. Mm-hmm. So and and when you have Chris Carson who is in and out the lineup for injury, and you want to run it as I I, I get you want to run it as much as you do if you have Mr. Trubisky in the backfield. <laughs> or if you have Tyler Heineke or something, but you have Russell Wilson. So I understand why. Not to mention, he kind of now it's not to the not to the full extreme as Deshaun Watson, but he's kind of in the same camp as Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. While we look at Houston, the Houston Texans as an organization that can't get it right, quite as kept outside of Legion of Boom and Russell Wilson. What do the Seahawks have to show for him? I mean, you have Marshawn Lynch. I mean, but other than that, it they they haven't really done much, and yeah. it's just been a couple of playoff appearances, and yeah, getting bounced early. And as we've seen year in and year out with Russell Wilson, who nobody questions and nobody argues, is he a top quarterback? There's a reason why nobody really puts them, even when they were uh, like in the beginning of the season. Nobody said, oh, that's a Super Bowl team because we right. need limitations. And I just think the fact that this is coming out now means that he has tried to say it to the organization. They just haven't listened. Yeah. And they're going to side with Pete Carroll for some reason. Um, not saying Pete Carroll's a bad coach, but 
we've seen Pete Carroll hasn't really done much without a solid quarterback or a solid team, hence USC. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, 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 I understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Um, You know, I mean, when you spend a first round pick on a guy like Rashad Penny, who hasn't, who hasn't, who hasn't really been – he's not yeah. even the best running back on the team. So, when you do stuff like that, that's, that's another thing. They also haven't really drafted well lately. I mean, I know I know they drafted DK a couple of years ago, but they haven't really drafted well. That's that's the thing. You draft DK a couple of years ago, yet and still, you're still one of the most heavily run teams. Like, you're one of the most run first teams in the league. And it's like – you're and and I don't. They fired uh, the offensive coordinator because, mm-hmm. like I said, you start to you're starting to figure out. That's kind of the same thing, to a to a lesser extent. That's the same thing that's happening in Baltimore. It's like you're hot for a minute, then when teams start to figure out, it's like, oh, okay, what's the what's the what's the second counter? Then you don't have it. It's just like, yeah. all right, all it is is Russell Wilson dropping back and hoping he doesn't get sacked, but he usually does. Or or running the ball for Carson, but he's not in, he's not healthy. So Penny, Oh shoot. He's not healthy. So let's ask Marshawn Lynch to come, come out of retirement. It's just, it's just, it's, it's wicked, man. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't know if he'll get traded, but if he got traded, I would like to see it though. I, I just don't want to see him on the Cowboys. But. If he got traded, honestly, if he got traded, to me, the best team out of the out of the list that he picked, of course, is the Saints. We mm-hmm. have Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, um, and then you have Sean Payton. But number two, surprisingly, I would say the Raiders. I was going to say the Raiders too. I, mean, I, they, I think I like that fit the best. They got a good offensive line too. That offensive line is mean. Plus, you got uh, you got Josh Jacobs. If you want to run the ball a lot, you uh-huh. got. You got Darren Waller. Darren Waller, like that is it now. Nelson Aguilar. We don't know what you're gonna get from him, but <laughs> like I said, you got it. You got a squad over there. Plus, yeah. we need to see how how um, John Gruden fares with a coach. I mean, quarterback he actually trusts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that I like that Raiders. I thought that's yeah. tough. That'd be a cool fit, man. That'd yeah. be a cool fit. But let's move on uh, to our next topic, man. Uh, Alex Smith is was saying that he's gonna get released. I see. I see the look on your face already. Uh, it said the team's going to release him in the uh, next coming days. Mm-hmm. Um, he was due $18 million this year. The move saves $14 million. Um, first, before before we get into, like, the full conversation, man, I'm, I am I fully commend Alex Smith, um, mm-hmm. you know, for coming back, yeah. um, you know, from that catastrophic injury, man. He came back and... You know, I mean, we didn't know what it was gonna look like. Like, we didn't know we we didn't know what we were gonna get, man. And you know, to come back, you know, the courage, and you know, I mean, obviously he didn't look great, but I mean, he he looked he looked he looked okay. He looked okay, man. And that's a guy that had seventeen surgeries. I I I never had a picture of what it was gonna look like because I never thought I didn't think he was coming. Back. I didn't think he was gonna get in there. I didn't think he was gonna get in there. A perfect. For last year, if everything would have went perfectly, we would have never saw Alex Smith. We would have saw Dwayne Haskins take the next step uh, with the team, and they would have been okay. But, you know, a lot of things happened. Alex Smith got back in there. He got an opportunity. I also wanted to kind of talk about the GQ article a little bit. Mm. Um, He said he felt like he threw a wrench into the team's plans. Which he did. Which he did. Which he did. did. It's like when you see anyone, I don't care if it's Alex Smith. I don't care if it's Aaron Donald. I don't care if it's Jesus. You see someone's legs snap like that. 
And then you hear the stories about surgery upon surgery upon we had to save his leg. Like nobody mm -hmm. expects them to come, like them to then come back to the football field. Let alone, I'm, I'm, we were grateful. I remember a report came out and there was a topic on talking about, thank God Alex Smith can walk again. Yeah. So nobody thought he was going to play in a in the NFL again. So and of course, and and I think that doesn't them not them throwing the wrench into you know Alex Smith throwing the wrench into Washington's plans and Washington having his back to me that doesn't that that doesn't like it's not one or the other like if yeah. you don't draft Dwayne Haskins if you have an, a healthy Alex Smith right exactly so and you don't trade for um Kyle Allen or sign Kyle Allen to whatever deal you sign him to if you have a healthy Alex Smith Exactly. So when you you make those moves, it's like ah, we didn't think Alex Smith was coming back. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't know. Exactly. Nobody knew. Exactly. Nobody knew. So I, of course, of course, it would throw a wrench. And and yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I wish, I wish we could have heard the stuff he said in mm -hmm. the article because it's easy to take stuff out of context. Because when I read it, I was like, dang, why he say that? But. He, like Alex Smith, I'm that type of guy to say stuff yeah. like that. Like yeah, you didn't expect that from him. So I wish we could have heard it verbally, because mm -hmm. I I would like to know what what type of tone he was saying. Now he yeah. wants to play. Obviously, he had to have asked to be released or something. He he wants to, I guess, try to go somewhere and compete. But I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't know if it's gonna, that's gonna happen because when he was on the field this year, um, he wasn't great, man. Like I said, I commend him for coming back. Um, you know, he had six touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's not necessarily great. I mean, I guess that's good if you, you know, considering the situation. But I don't know if a team is going to – hell, teams won't even give Cam Newton the opportunity to, to – they won't even bring in Cam Newton. So why are they going to bring in Alex Smith, a guy who is – I hate to say it, but basically damaged goods. You know what I'm saying? So I don't – I don't know, man. I don't know if he's gonna get an opportunity. I mean, I know he's cool with Urban Meyer. They might, they might bring him in as a backup because they're gonna draft Trevor Lawrence anyways. But yeah. I, what you, what do you think? What do you think is next for Alex Smith? Here's, here's the thing. Let me first say, shouts out to Alex Smith. Like you said, mm -hmm. I, I, I second everything that you said. Um, but here's the thing. A lot of this is because a lot of what was Washington's weakness last year? Washington's weakness was clearly the offense. Mm -hmm. and, and clearly the passing game. Um, of course, you can attribute it to, you know, some of the receivers outside of McLaurin. Mm -hmm. uh, but Alex Smith was not, he was a bright spot in terms of, he didn't lose us games, but he didn't. Yeah, but he, he wasn't winning them either. Yep. Um, and nah, actually, you lied, bro. He he lost them the, the second Giants. Yes, on my fault. He threw that, he threw that <laughs> terrible interception. <laughs> he threw a couple of picks, threw yeah. a couple of costly picks. But besides that, yeah. besides that, you're right, though. So while I commend and respect everything that Alex Smith does, as we saw last year, Washington, while I'm not saying we're a Super Bowl contending team, we're not that far out in contention year after year, especially with that defense. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the landscape and especially with the cap going down, it's like, all right, we have maybe Cam Newton waiting in the, maybe we have Sam, you know, talks about Sam Darnold, talks about Mitch Trubisky. And while I don't like Sam Darnold or Mitch Trubisky, to me, I pick them right now over Alex Smith. For sure. 
Um, and I, I, I don't think this is it for Alex Smith, of course. I do think, like you said, he could. I don't, let me say this. I don't think he's a starting quarterback anymore. Um, but I don't think this is it. Of course, he can definitely play a, a backup role to maybe, a, like I said, maybe, like you said, maybe Trevor Lawrence or a backup role to uh, New England or something. I don't know. But mm. what I'm saying is you have to look at the production at the end of the day. And to me, the, the production you bring at this point, you it, to me, you tell him, look, we don't we don't want you to we don't. I, I imagine they came to him and said, look, yo. We respect you, love you in the organization, but we are going to move in a different direction. So you either retire or we cut you. I think that's what, as we as we've heard a lot, that's what organizations pretty much do to players of respect. And he said, you know, he um he said he 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 had more football in him, so they they had to cut him. I don't think that you know I, I kind of went hard on my episode. And I, I have all, you know, respect for Alex Smith, but at the end of the day, it is a business. Mm-hmm. And when you see Washington and Tyler Heineke almost got them past the Bucks. Yeah, Taylor Heineke was balling in the playoffs, which really is and that's not like a that's not saying, oh, Tyler Heineke's that dude. That's that's showing how close we can be with a solid quarterback. And then you had you looking and you say Alex Smith, and of course we saw what happened with Dwayne Haskins. It's like yeah, yeah, like Alex, maybe you, you, I mean, you, you, you pick the short end of the stick, unfortunately. So yeah, 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 man. At the uh, at the end of the day, before we uh, leave off on this topic, uh, you mm-hmm. know, it is a business, and yeah. not only is it a business, sports is a what have you done for me lately business. Exactly. We've seen it in basketball, you know, the John Wall Russell Westbrook trade. It's mm-hmm. it's always what have you done for me lately? Like we see it time and time and again. There's there's literally never ending examples of what have you done for me lately. Mm. So uh, before before we get off on this topic, so since uh, Alex Smith has been released, um, they re-signed Taylor Heineke, uh, Kyle Allen probably back. What would you like to see them do at the quarterback position? You know, Cam Newton uh, is a free agent. Um, you know, you mentioned Sam Donald and possible trades. We've heard a number of guys. We have Derek Carr and Deshaun mm. Watson. I'm sure you, if you had the choice, you would say, I want Deshaun Watson. But sure. realistically – um, is there somebody you would like to see them draft? Um, I heard we heard Marcus Mariota a couple of weeks ago. What would you like to see the Washington football team do at the quarterback position, uh, whether it's via draft, trade, or signing somebody in free agency? What would you like to see? Well, I don't think we have a lot of trade capital, mm-hmm. and we definitely don't have a lot of draft capital at this point. Um, so to me, we would have to either drafts or trade for someone that doesn't want to, like they don't want anymore. And they know that they be, they can't get a lot or get someone off free agency. Um, I, I'm biased to this a little bit because I like Cam Newton, and I don't think yeah, you love you love Cam. I love Cam. You, you love I don't Cam. think I don't think he really got a fair shake, especially when you look at the weapons uh-huh. that he was given in New England. Um, I would love to see Cam Newton, especially coming back with Riverboat Ron. That was his, you know, best years. Mm-hmm. But if we're talking about straight talent wise, unfortunately. I think that maybe Mitch is a little better talent-wise than Cam Newton right now. Uh, and if we can get Mitch, um, I, it is what it is. But I, I want Cam. I want Cam. Sure. But to better the team, maybe Mr. Bisky. I think we can pull it off. And I maybe see Mitch. I could see Mr. Bisky. Maybe if we if we put a couple draft picks together, um, maybe put a, a, a 
a couple because uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have some cat room, especially probably Kerrigan might be gone, unfortunately, or mm-hmm. somebody like that. Maybe throwing one of the Alabama boys on the line. We might be able to make a run at maybe a, a Derek Carr or something like that. It just depends on how sweet the pot can be. I don't I don't see no way heaven or hell unless we give up Chase, which I don't see happening. Hey, we can so hey, yeah, I, I realistically I think that we can end up getting a Cam or a Mitch, Mr. For B. sure. I think that's definitely realistic. Um yeah, I I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they might give Heineke a shot. because um, I, I he deserves a shot at least, a shot. But I don't think that the I don't think for the few. I don't think there's a franchise quarterback on that roster right now. I'll say I, that. I, I'll I, say I, that. I mean, I, I know you try to dress up like Kyle Allen was, but anyone with two eyes, mouth, uh, <laughs> two ears can see that that ain't it. So, yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. Uh, let's move on. I want to. I want to switch. I want to switch gears to the opposite sport. Uh, you're your favorite sport, and that's basketball, man. We got a lot. Wizards and four. You know what? Hey, since you want to bring up the Wizards, bro, let's go ahead and talk about it, man. Uh, I had the standards in front of me a little. I had a, yeah, this, all right. The Wizards are 13 and 20 right now. I went hard on them that time I had IG Live a couple weeks ago. And since then, they have improved. They have beaten my Lakers. They have beaten, uh, they have beat the Celtics one time on that, in that span. Um, they, they, they ripped off a couple of wins, man. Um, what do you, what do you think? Um, I think the Wizards still have a chance at the playoffs, but what are you, what have you seen from this Wizards team? Uh, what would you like to see? Um, I know you don't have Scott Brooks either, like I am. Uh, what would you like to see though, man? I would like. What's been your impressions, rather? One, I think I would like to see the Wizards not make the playoffs because I don't know what else you can do to realize Scott Brooks might not be the dude. Mm-hmm. Because if you look, a lot of people want to go back to the OKC days. But when you have a team that has Kevin Durant, uh-huh. James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, it's kind of hard to mess up. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not saying he's a terrible coach. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is there's some, there's some players that you can reach and there's some players that you can't. And it doesn't seem like he's been able to reach the entire team. Yes, he's reached Russ, that's his man's, but he hasn't, to me, been able to coach up the team like they've been coached. Like, there should be no reason why they're that bad. I mean, I know that we don't have that many defenders, but there's there should be no reason why they're that bad defensively. Right. There should be no reason why, you know, they go through horrible scoring, scoring droughts outside of Bradley Bill. Um, at some point, I'm not, I'm not the type of person, as you know, to, to blame the coach all the time, but there is something to be said where you can, you can go on a win streak when you beat the Lakers and you beat the Clippers and then you get, you get waxed by the Orlando Magic or <laughs> you beat, like you beat quality teams. Like you beat, they beat the Nets twice. Twice. But then yeah, you get you get trounced by Memphis. So it's just like I, at some point, it's, I, I'm not saying it's all on the coach because I mean yeah. when you when, but but there's a reason why, you, bro. They they have a three guard lineup. They have a three guard lineup where they have Russell Westbrook playing the small forward. Like come on, bro. At some point, something's got to get. 
Like, I know you're trying to throw stuff at the wall right now, but something's got to give, bro. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I mean, they have um, made, you know, some some slight improvements lately defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Scott Brooks is made started to make some adjustments because early in the season bro i was like yo what is he doing because i remember one game uh, uh nato he was he had like he had maybe like three or four threes in the first half and he didn't play in the second half yeah. i was like yo scott bruce Wood. tony brown or troy brown or whatever his name is doesn't play yeah he don't even play no more he's out of the rotation he, like, he was he was playing bad but i i don't think it was worth not having not like he's not even in the rotation anymore. But how do you develop a player? Not to mention, you don't send him to the G League. So how are you developing yeah, him yeah, at all? Just, just, he's just on the bench. Yeah, so no. it doesn't make sense. Or, or Banga. Like, I just I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. It's, it's tough. It is tough being a Washington fan. Because it's like, of course, as a fan, you think you know better than the, the coach sometimes. But it's like you sit and look and like, there should be no reason why you you have a team led by bro Russell Westbrook had a team the next best player was Steven Adams and they made it to the playoffs like the our next best player is Russell Westbrook our first is Bradley Beal like come on now it just doesn't it just makes sense yeah but I do agree with you what you said at the beginning um you want the Wizards to miss the playoffs because if they do make the playoffs they're just gonna be a first round exit so and they don't and they, really, and they don't get a high draft pick so what really is the point, you know? Um, so I do agree with you in that regard. Uh, I also want to talk about, you know, the standings as currently constructed right now are a little different, especially on the West side. Yeah, currently bro. right now, the number one team in the West is the Utah Jazz. Yeah. And the number two seed, because yeah. they beat the Lakers last night, is the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. What do you make of that? I know the Jazz have been a pleasant support. Overly surprised about the Utah Jazz because they are a regular season team. They consistently make the playoffs. They've been doing that for years now. But I didn't expect them to be, you know, the number one seed. You know, we're in March and they're the one seed. That that that's. I mean, I expect them to be like you know three or four, but because that's where they always been. They always hung hovered around three to six. They've always hovered around that range. But they're the number one seed, and now the Phoenix Suns are the number two seed. What do you make? Of those two teams, I know they've been, you know, pleasant surprises, maybe not huge surprises to us because, you know, we're basketball fans. We, you know, we saw when, you know, we knew when Chris Paul went to the Phoenix Suns that they were the playoff team. We already, we already knew what that was about. But what do you make of both of those two teams right now? Well, first, shout out to Monty Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we just and shout out to Quinn Snyder too, man. Quinn Snyder, Snyder well. That's definitely incredible coaching jobs. But what I'm starting to, what a lot of people aren't talking about to me is the age of their teams. They're young teams. And you're starting to see teams that are young or teams that either didn't make it far in the in the bubble or didn't go to the bubble are succeeding right now. Like you yeah. see you see the Celtics can't get right uh from from night to night. We don't know what's going on with the Heat, the Lakers. The Heat, the Heat doing all right though, man. They they've been playing some good ball. They, they just lost yeah. their last game, but they they got in their act together, but before I was like, "Yo, what's going on?" Exactly. With and then of like course, the Lakers outside of Anthony Davis and LeBron, they look pretty old, and they look. Yeah. But I'm not saying that they're not going to turn it around, right? Yeah, LeBron, AD is going to come back healthy. I still think there's you know to contend with. Of course, we got to look at the Clippers and, and everything, but teams that are young, i.e., the Phoenix Suns, the Jazz a little bit, or teams that didn't go real far in the bubble. 
are outside of the Wizards are are succeeding. <laughs> so I think it's I think we're really starting to see. And, and honestly, a lot of people don't talk about this. And I know this is kind of left field, but shout out to the WNBA because yeah, I, I, I always stand the WNBA. Yeah, because this was this was the shortest um, off season, of course, due to COVID and everything. And we're really starting to see it in the NBA. Like, I, I, we're starting to see players that are, I'm not saying they're falling off, but you can tell that they're fatigued. You can tell they're tired. The WNBA, like, they go from, what, they probably got a one-month uh, offseason and they got to yep. go overseas. Yep. And then they, they usually half of them have to quit halfway overseas to come for training right. camp or whatever. So that really should, that's, that's strength right there. And it's, but we're really starting to see in the NBA, I, I think, the the lack of uh, an entire offseason is really starting to um, shine through. But I don't think that, yeah, like you said, shouts out to the coaches. And, and we know Utah is a regular season team. I have to see what, what they do against a superstar or a mm-hmm. couple superstars for a series. Right. But like I said, you're, you're seeing teams teams that are, are, that are young and, and, and Will Coast are, are getting it. Like you're starting to see – Denver's starting to pick it back up. Um, like you said, the, the uh, who else? Golden State. They didn't even make it, and they're they're eighth. Yeah, they're eighth right now. Yep. That's looking incredible. So, yeah, man, it's. I think I think fatigue is starting to set in, and I think that the All Star break came at a perfect time, except mm-hmm. for the people that's in the All Star game. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think I I never really took that. I never really factored that in. Like I never like I didn't look. I know I, I know the Suns have a young team for the most part besides Chris Paul. And mm-hmm. I know the Jazz have a pretty young bunch, but I never like said, whoa, dang, they do have a young team. And you know, they're fresh, they're energized. Like, like the Jazz were smacking teams around. Like they right. were smacking teams around left and right, and good teams too. And the Suns were just doing it a couple of weeks ago. They were smacking teams up too. Like I said, look at if you go back and look at the 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 Jazz's win streak and look at their record so far look at all the close games the close games are against teams outside the Golden State are against teams that either did not go to the bubble or didn't go far in the playoffs or a young team like I said I'm not saying of course they won but like I said you're you're really I think fatigue is starting to come in as we know you know basketball players are all about routine yeah when you throw a player's routine off like that of course, it's going to it's take drastic, man. It's drastic. Yeah, like hella drastic. And I think it's taking some time to to adjust. But you know, I think at the end of the day, this is all mute point because when the playoffs come, we know who's going to stand up and, and and take it home. So yeah, 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 for sure, man. I definitely feel definitely feel for the Lakers and the Heat, man, because they had the quickest turnaround, obviously, okay. man. And they had the first game of the regular season. Like, wasn't there, wasn't <laughs> that's there, a lot, bro. The game that, was the first that's game. a lot. Like, so I wouldn't, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm, I'm not worried at all, you know, mm-hmm. to see them lose to, you know, just, they're, they're just dropping games right now. Like, it doesn't like, when they lost to the Wizards, like, I don't know if you watched that entire game. I, I when they went to overtime and LeBron just jacked that three, bro was ready to go home. <laughs> like, bro, he, he literally just, he, it he, was like he, another overtime. Half court and just jack, if it goes in, it goes in. But if it don't, yeah. I don't care. I'm ready to go home. Yeah, I, 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 will, I see the fatigue, bro. I will say this, though, and this is kind of a side point, but I'm not worried about the Lakers unless they see a team that can shoot the ball. Yeah. If they, if they see uh, 
I don't know. Uh, let's just say they, they make it all the way to the championship. I don't really see anybody in the West beating them. Let's see them make it against Brooklyn. Hey, I got Brooklyn winning it all. I don't know if you heard. I said a couple weeks ago, bro. I, I, I don't know. It's how hard that. for me to say that with the defense, but I will say this. It's, it's you looking at something different when you got, you know, KD, K, uh, Kyrie, and, and Harden coming down. You don't know what to do because it's like, who are you going to double? Like, you can't double. And then it's it's going to be tough when you're, you're trading when, what? You got LeBron trading threes with KD. I don't know who's going to win that one. Or you got you got Kyrie trading shots with uh, Dennis Schroeder. Like, now, of course, you don't have a matchup or you don't have a – anybody that can really stop AD, but they don't really have somebody that can stop Harden, or unless you think Morris is it, and then and that's, or Kuzma, <laughs> that's the case, and okay. So I think that'll be a good series though, but I just say, I think, and I said this in my last episode, if I was the Lakers, I would be trying hard as hell to get JJ Redick at the, at the trade deadline. They got, they got, I, I think they're going to make some type of move. They got they to. Have to. They have to. I'm not they saying that they're bad, but when you're seeing the firepower that might be coming coming at you at the e, at the East, it's like, it's, you know, you know. Hey, man, listen. I said this a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to say it again, bro. Mm. It's currently constructed, bro. Barring anything, bro. If the Lakers don't make a move, if somebody doesn't make a move that helps them significantly, bro, Brooklyn's winning it all. Yeah. Kevin Durant is LeBron's kryptonite. Yeah. Kyrie Irving and James Harden are pure hoopers. Basketball, they treat, bro. Bas- basketball is Kyrie's part-time job, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way he treats it, bro. And, and it's scary, bro. They play basketball like it's pickup. I know the defense, mm-hmm. you, that, that is a little bit of a concern, bro. But all they need, but I mean, hell, look who their coach and their assistant coach is. Yeah. Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni. But yeah. all they need to do is get timely stops. And that's as, all you really need. As we saw in the championship against the Heat, the reason why the Heat lost because they couldn't keep up scoring with the with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's not the case when you talk about yeah. Brooklyn. So you know, uh, you, we didn't talk about Joe Harris. We didn't talk about Landry Shamit. Like that's yep. that's, a, that's a squad over there, man. Yeah, man, they they go deep, man. But uh, I, I wanted to end off. I just wanted to ask you, man. Who I, I know you said a couple of weeks ago, man. I think you said you said. Uh, what, you just telling people who, who's your MVP as of right now? The season to stop today. Who's your MVP? Okay, so a couple of weeks ago I had Jokic, uh-huh. um, but I'm having a phenomenal year. Having a great year, but I can't sit back and 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 see what I'm seeing from Joel Embiid and not put him. Yeah, Joel Embiid is my MVP there. as well, man. Um, I didn't. I knew he was good. I knew that it was good when they got Doc Rivers. But I didn't think that they would, when I say they, I mean Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I didn't think that they could play this well together. Yeah, I didn't either. And and, and we've talked about time and time again, when they occupy the same part of the floor, I didn't think they would would be this good. And I think a lot of that is due to the improvement Joel Embiid. Like Joel Embiid is a walking 30-point-a-game score. He's a walking 30 and 12. And he's not even a good three-point shooter. So, right now, my MVP is Joel Embiid. And honestly, I think it's kind of comfortable. It's a comfortable lead in my opinion. I was going to say, I don't think it's close. Yeah, I don't think it's close. Of course, I think my top three, well, before KD was out, my top three would be uh, Jokic and KD. Uh, Of course, you have LeBron James who's vying for the third, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Steph Curry. But right now, 
right now to me it's it's one and then a, a comfortable margin then two and my mvp right now is joel Embiid. for sure man yeah the sixers i like the sixers roster man because the lakers played we played them a couple of maybe like three weeks ago close to a month we played them and i knew the sixers were gonna win and I, i'd be betting on the games too i knew the sixers were gonna win they had they match up really well with the lakers they have a nice roster like mm-hmm. they added Danny Green, they added Seth Curry, um, Shake Milton. He just came back from injury, but he's come on. Yeah. They got Matisse Thybulle. They have a really nice team uh, as a whole, man. As a whole, um, but I think that's it, man. We talked. We talked about some good stuff, man. We talked about some local stuff, man. Any, anything else you want to talk about, bro? Yeah. You know, just, you might get so you know. Feel free, man. Shoot. I just last thing. I just, I just want your thoughts. Do you think Houston should have retired James Harden jersey? It's hard to say no because he's the, he's the second best player they ever had in franchise history. I'll say first is Akeem Olajuwon, um, but he's easy. I think easily. And I'm saying as far as the productivity, obviously they had Tracy McGrady and Yao Ming, but James Harden was durable. He okay. was durable. He won an MVP. Um, Tracy McGrady never even got out in the first round. So and James Harden, yeah, and James Harden got to. It was a couple conference finals, or I know, I know at least the 2018 one. Yeah, he went to he went to a couple because remember, and so it's a couple. Yeah, so it's Golden State when the yeah. team. Yeah, so a couple of conference finals. Um, I think what is he? I think he's second behind Kim Olajuwon in scoring. In scoring. Yeah, so I mean, he's done a lot. I mean, that's the that's the second best player they had in franchise history. So I know I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people are kind of like iffy about it. I guess because the way he exited Houston. Well, so, I, people I, are pausing, but yeah, I, think, I think he deserves it, though. I, th- I do, too. I think people are actually more wor- more wary at the fact that he didn't win a championship. And the fact that a lot of the reasons why he didn't win a championship wasn't necessarily because the team just wasn't good. Like, they had opportunities. Um, yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, he's, he's probably arguably the second best player that they've ever had. You can kind of argue first if you're really talking about Yeah, you him. can. You definitely can. Um... And I think he, I think he overachieved what they thought they would get from him when they did. I don't think anybody thought James Harden was going to evolve into a superstar. I don't think anyone thought, I don't think the Rockets thought when they were getting a future MVP uh, when they they made that trade. In fact, honestly, while he was to get, it was more of a salary dump because they weren't trying to pay Lamb or Kate or Martin. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that he's done everything outside of winning championship, and he most definitely deserves, I th- you know, deserves uh, his, his 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 little number retired in the rafters. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, man, man, good stuff, man. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. March Madness is here. Um, I know you're a big North Carolina fan. Hey, uh-huh. look, it's it's been down here. All right. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I like Duke, so I know ACC has been terrible as a whole, man, outside of Florida State, for real, for real, who North Carolina just beat. But ACC hasn't been – I mean, you got UVH, too, still. But UVA the Big Ten is the conference this year. The Big Ten has been it. Yeah, yeah I don't – that's the thing. And I talked about – you talked about this a little bit, and I talked about this on my last episode. It's kind of hard to pick a sleeper because you 
like one minute you see Texas Tech looks good, and they get smacked by Texas, and then well, I thought Michigan was head and shoulders above everybody, and, and they Michigan got blown just, out last night. I, night. you know, and then I think I was like, all right, cool. Well, Baylor and and Kansas are in a, I mean, Baylor and Gonzaga is in a league of their own, and Baylor loses badly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and they they were just in a dog fight like like last night. So I, just, I don't know what's going on, man. College basketball. I, I don't know what's going on. Shouts out to all the all the athletes that are playing through a pain panoramic, sure. but I, <laughs> you know it's 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 just it's it's, it's kind of hard to I I I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Oh, and shouts out to Jawan Howard. Shouts out to Jawan oh yeah, Howard. shout out to Jawan Howard, man. Uh, he's around he's, that been, he's been great, around. man. With Michigan, man, he's been great. Yeah, he's been great. Other than last night, he's been terrific. Yeah, he's been terrific, man. But yeah, I think that was a fatigue thing. It's kind of hard being a team. I, I mean, I can say from experience, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard being a team twice in in a span of what two weeks, especially mm-hmm. a team as good as Illinois is. So yeah, Illinois has been great this year, man. I, I like like you said, man. I don't know who's gonna win it all. It's it's whoever gets hot is gonna win it all. Because exactly. you know how the tournament is when a team or a player gets hot. Yeah, that's literally how the tournament goes. Mm-hmm. It literally goes that way. So, yeah, we'll see, man. I'm excited, man. I'm glad Mark Madness is back. Glad we're gonna get a tournament because you know we were robbed of that last year yeah. because of the pandemic. But I'm excited, man. I'm excited for what's to come. All Star Weekend will be here this weekend, so mm-hmm. it's 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 good stuff, man. Uh, I, I'm so glad you came on, bro. It's been a minute. It's been well overdue, man. We definitely gotta. Uh, keep you in here consistently, man. I know I just, I know I really just been collabing with my guy B Jones the past couple of collabs, but been good I, I gotta mix it up, man. I, I, I appreciate, I de- look, I, I definitely appreciate the invitation, man. Any, anytime I'm available, anytime you want to come on the Unpopular Podcast, you're most definitely welcome. You know, it's definitely an open invitation for you, and I, I appreciate, I, I definitely appreciate you thinking about me because I mean, I'm for just, sure. I'm just a dude down the street, you know what I mean? <laughs> for sure, man. I bumped your episode. Like, nah, bro, we gotta. I was like, we got because I be bumping your stuff. I like, nah, but we gotta collab. And then it clicked. I said, man, I got two days off in the middle of the week, man. I'm sure he'll be available for at least one of them. We could do it, man. So uh, I'm, I, I'm glad you I, glad you had the free time, man. God willing, man, it, yeah. everything fell into place. Like I said, anytime you're trying to hop on the unpopular pod, get some unpopular opinions about sports. Just <laughs> let me know, and, and it's definitely welcome. Bro. For sure, man. Just hit me up, man. I'm, I'm definitely down, man, to, you know, come and drop some gems, man. Just come, in, just come and chat, man. You know, it's always great to chop it up with you because we talk about sports every day. So it's, sure. it's, it's in us, bro. It's, it's our life, man. So. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's how oh, it is. Sure, Hopefully we make it big because we be putting the work, man. We be putting the work, man. Uh, but shout out to shout out to the fans, man. Shout out to your audience, my audience, man. Uh, we really appreciate you guys' support, man. So we're nothing without you guys, man. But Most we we just a couple of guys, just a couple of young guys, young black brothers chasing our dreams, right. going after our passion, man. That's, that's what we do, man. Appreciate the fans, man. Sure, <laughs> all six sure. of them that I have, I appreciate. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> I know exactly how you feel, bro. Appreciate I appreciate y'all. y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know exactly who y'all are, man. <laughs> Appreciate y'all to the fullest, man. <laughs> but for my audience, man, uh, this wraps up another episode, man. Really, really good episode, man. I'm your host. I'm your guy, Mike Curry. I am signing out, man. Episode number 159 is done. Peace out, you guys. Uh, Till the next episode, man. Peace. Much love.